Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader you were born to be. This show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's show. Welcome to today's show. It's so great to have you with me and uh, I'm looking forward to the show sharing with you. Uh, First of all, I'm going to start off with a story and then we're really going to start digging in how this story can apply to your life, to my life, and how it may just be a key or a pivotal point in your life to help you to see uh, which direction you should go, which direction you should not go. Now, so bear with me and enjoy this story. Now, the story is of a guy who was in his mid-30s, and he traveled to the United States, to New York City. It was his first time that he visited the United States. He was very excited about this. He had a business trip uh, planned for about six weeks that he was going to be there. And uh, he embarked on this flight. It was from South Africa, so it was a long flight that he had to undertake. And when he arrived in New York City, everything was really overwhelming. I think. And so he arrived at his hotel room and being tired after the long flight and uh, he just went and he just dropped his luggage there in the room and he just flopped on his back diagonally across the hotel bed. And all of a sudden, he didn't know why this was happening. He didn't uh, foresee this was going to happen, that was going to come his way. But all of a sudden, he just felt he doesn't want to be there anymore. He just wants to go home. Now, think about this. He had this trip planned. It was a six-week trip. He was looking forward to it. And all of a sudden, he didn't want to be there anymore. All he could think of is he wants to go home. He even um, got the thought that he must just get on the next plane and just go back home. And in those days, he didn't have the resources to just uh, pick up a phone and just call with a VoIP phone via WhatsApp or whatever. So he didn't see that as an uh, opportunity or um, an option either. And so he was just thinking over and over to himself, this massive city, all these people, these tall buildings, the traffic, it's the, one of the biggest cities in the world and everybody wants to go to, to the Big Apple. All these thoughts might have gone through his head, but still he just thought, I want to go home. And as he just kind of repeated this in his mind, it was just consuming him. And he, he just said, Lord, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. And all of a sudden he heard the still small voice inside of him that said, but Yanni, you are home. But he just kept on complaining. I just want to go home, Lord. I just want to go home. I just want to get on the next plane. I just want to go home. And again, the second time he heard the small voice saying, but Yanni, you are home. But he just, it's as if he just blocked it out. He didn't want to hear this. And he just kept on complaining. I want to go home. That was all his mind was consumed with. And the next moment, he heard this voice for the third time. Yanni, but you are home. And all of a sudden, it grabbed his attention. And he said, 
But Lord, what is this? What do you mean I am home? Here I am thousands of miles, thousands of kilometers from home. And you say I'm home? What, what are you saying? What do you mean? And then he heard this voice started explaining to him, Yanni, I am your God. I am everywhere. And in other words, wherever you are, doesn't matter where in the world, you are with me. That means you are home. And besides that, I live on the inside of you. And because I live on the inside of you, wherever you go, I go with you. So no matter which perspective or from which angle you look at it, you are home. And you know what? This changed this man's perspective for the rest of his life. And you know what? That young man was me. It was the first time that I traveled to New York City and a friend of mine um, was gonna go with me, but the circumstances just didn't work out so that he could go with me. So I went on my own, all on my own in this big city, the first time that I arrived in North America and I just wanted to go home. I don't know till this day, I don't really know what sparked those thoughts and what sparked those ideas because um, back home I traveled all over the country. So it was not that I was afraid of traveling, but something in my situation just tried to control me. It was my situational perspective, the perspective of this massive city, of this foreign place, because yeah, they drive on the, on the opposite side of the road and all these things, and it just must have gripped me. And that shaped and that formed my perception that I just wanted to go home. But all of a sudden, something on the inside of me changed. And now I want you to listen very, very intently. My situation didn't change. The surroundings didn't change. I was still in the same hotel room. I still had my same luggage with me. It was the same bed that I was lying on. But everything changed. And I, I can't remember whether I got up, whether I was excited or whatever. But all of a sudden, everything changed. Everything, my whole outlook on that entire trip changed. And you know, from then on, I enjoyed every single day of that trip. I enjoyed it with so much fervor that I just sucked in everything and I just drank in everything that, that came my way that I, that I saw. And, and during that time even, and this is, this is for, a, for a different uh, show, I even met my, my future wife at that time. That's how it changed my life. And from that day, I've been traveling all across the world. And doesn't matter where I went, I always had this excitement. I always had this victory. It never gripped me uh, to the point where I thought, oh, I can't do this. I cannot go here. I, I don't want to go there. Because my perception changed. And what am I telling you? There are two types of perception that you and I and every single person that walks this earth have to endure and have to conquer every single day. The one is situational perspective. In other words, the stuff around me that want to dictate to me what I must 
uh, feel like, what's going to happen. Let's take just a situation where we're living in today. If you and I look at the news media and we listen to their statistics and the way that they predict things, there's no future for you, there's no future for your children, there's no future for the rest of the world. We came to the end of everything. However, if we look at it from a different perspective, from a different angle, then everything starts changing. We see the possibilities, we see they are endless, and it starts filling us with joy. And I didn't really understand this experience that I had way back there. This is a long time ago. It's probably about 30 years ago. And for many years, I didn't understand this experience really to the point where I understand it now. And that's why it's so important for me to share it with you. Because you and I have got a purpose in our lives that we have to fulfill. And unless you and I fulfill our purpose, we're not going to be happy. We're not going to have any, anything to look forward to. We're not going to have any hope. And people without hope, without a purpose, they die. They really, they die. There's so many people, especially today, even young people, they take their own lives because they don't have a purpose. They've been made um, uh, aware of the fact that they don't have a future. But these are all lies. It's just a perception. It's just a situational awareness that someone else wants to push on you and it's your choice, it's my choice whether we're going to accept it or whether we're not going to accept it. And there are, like I said, there are two types of perspectives. Now the one I already described to you, it's a situational perspective. So your situation and the statistics and everything of the world around you will dictate to you what they say is going to happen to you. But it's your uh, responsibility to change this perception and to say, but no, this cannot be true. And you have to look on the inside of you, almost just like I was there in New York City. Something on the inside of me happened. This voice spoke to me. God spoke to me. And it was so clear. No one else, if there was someone else in the room, they wouldn't have heard this voice. It was on the inside of me where he just said, but I am here with you. I'm in you. Wherever you go, I'm with you. And wherever you go, I am anyhow. So you're always with me. So you're always home. And the same with you. And what happened here? I took occupation. I took the territory of what was spoken into my heart that specific day. When I speak of occupational perspective, I don't uh, mean a job, occupation is a job. I mean occupation as taking territory of advancing forward. And that's what happened to me all through my life. And, and, and Judy, my wife and I, we've traveled to so many different countries, so many different flights throughout our lifetime and throughout our time together. It's, it's, it's incredible. And never, ever had I had that fear or anything again that it will not happen to me. And recently, someone explained this to me from something that happened in ancient history. Now, there was a man, his name is Jacob. Now, I'm not going to tell you all the details, 
but I'm going to tell you the most important aspects of what happened in his life so that you can also from a different angle so you can see what I'm telling you. So this, this man, his name was Jacob, and he uh, lied to his father by, and by doing that, he basically stole his older brother's birthright. And in those times, the firstborn son got the firstborn rights from the father. So in other words, the blessing that was on the father's life was uh, transferred onto the oldest son. But somehow this Jacob got um, to the point where he stole this basically from his brother. And then his brother, his oldest brother, he wanted to kill him. So he had to flee. So his mother and his father sent him away uh, to a foreign land. And he was there one night. Now, he, just remember, his family didn't want him. His brother wanted to kill him. He ran away from home, basically, because he was just sent away. And here he's lying. He doesn't know where really to go. He's on his way somewhere, but it's something foreign and somewhere foreign. He doesn't really know this place. He's never experienced it in his life. And here he's lying. He doesn't even have a pillow for his head. So he takes a rock and he puts it under his head and he, he goes to sleep. So he doesn't have any money. He doesn't have a house. He doesn't have family. He's totally, he's totally, totally um, destruction is staring him in the face. And as he fell asleep, he had this dream and he saw this ladder going from where he is right up into heaven. And he saw angels going up and down on this ladder. And all of a sudden he realized, but wait a second, something is happening here. And he woke up, nothing changed. The rock didn't turn into food. The, or he didn't all of a sudden get a nice plush bed. He didn't all of a sudden get a lot of money. But his perception of how he perceived what is going on here around him totally changed. And he had this vision of himself being connected to God in heaven. And he said, he was so excited, he said, my goodness, I thought I'm here on my own, but this place is actually the house of God. And you know what he did? He actually changed the name of that place and he called it Bethel, which means house of God. That's how excited he was with this and from that day forward, his life totally changed. He wasn't desolate anymore. He didn't feel desolate anymore. The fact that he didn't have money at the time didn't bother him anymore. Nothing bothered him anymore. But his perception changed. In his mind, he saw a totally different picture. And he started speaking this. And he started painting a picture in his mind of what just happened. And he was so excited about this. And this is something else that I just can share with you here. Your words are so powerful. Your attitude is so powerful. His attitude changed with his perception. And what he started doing, he said, but this, 
is not just a place. This is really like the house of God. I, I got to meet God in this place. And as he spoke this out, he started with his words, like his, every word that he spoke was almost like a, um, a brush stroke, like a painter that paints uh, a painting or a picture on a canvas. So with you and I, every word that you and I speak is like a, a brush stroke on that canvas of our lives. If it's a negative thing, that's what you're going to put on that canvas. But if it's a positive thing, then that's what you're going to put on that canvas. And that's why our words are so important. It's so, so, so vital that we, I don't want to just say speak positive things because it's not about positive thinking, about positive speaking, but it needs a heart change and it also needs a, a mind change. Because your imagination in your mind is really where everything is, is conceived. In, 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 in ancient language, in Hebrew, your um, imagination actually means a womb. So um, in the unseen realm, your imagination is like a womb where you conceive things. And how, what happens to, to a little baby that's just conceived in its mother's womb when the mother and the father came together? that little baby starts growing and growing and growing to the day when he, he or she is actually born into the world. And it's exactly the same with your, with your imagination, with this perception, with this dream that you have in your imagination. Every brush stroke that you give it, you give it more prominence. It gets more and more vivid to the point where you can see it, you can taste it, and it just fills your life. It fills your life with excitement, and that's, that's how it just happens. So what I'm sharing with you today is so, so important because you and only you can change this perception. And when you connect this with an attitude of gratitude, when you are thankful for this, what this guy Jacob, what he, for example, even did, he took a rock and he put it down there as an altar and he said, I'm going to leave this thing here as a landmark for what happened to me here today. Until today, I uh, remember this experience that I had way back, almost 30 years ago. I remember it so vividly and it encourages me. And I just think back and I realize, but I've been in, uh, across the world in so many different countries. I've met so many different people and came from that one enlightening experience and you can have it but you must be open to it and when it comes don't just say oh yeah you know that that happened to me receive it grab it with both hands and just grab it and pull it to your, toward yourself receive it in your mind and believe that what comes to you is true and that really is something that you can take forward and that will propel you to heights that you've never seen before. So just to, to recap, remember there are two types of perspectives, a situational perspective and an occupational perspective. And when you do not listen to the situational perspective, to all the statistics and the data and the facts and stuff that the world system and the news media wants to pour, push on you, if you say no, 
and you go and you say, God, please give me a word. Give me a different perspective on this. When that comes, you receive that and you make that the picture that you hold on to and that is what will change your life. That's what will propel you forward. It's so important. And even if you have uh, a self-image problem that you don't think anything of yourself, that you think you will not amount to anything or you don't have any money or your family has, has um, discarded you, they kicked you out, just like Jacob. Do not let that pull you down because if you have that perception of yourself, then it needs to change. So go and look at the promises and, and the potential that you have on the inside of you. You have got potential that, that can change the whole world completely. And that is also your purpose. So go and look for your purpose. Why were you born in this world? What is the purpose that you have that you have to bring to the world? I need what you have. Just as I'm sharing with you here what I have right here, right now, this is a living word that I'm giving out to you. So receive this word, but I also need to receive from you. And there are millions of people that need what you have because you are a leader and you are on the road of uh, this possibilities, these occupational perspectives of ours must change so that we can take territory, so we can move forward, so we can occupy that which previously seemed as if it was totally um, not possible for you and I. So I really trust that this message um, will help you to, to move forward, to change the stuff that, that the system wants to push on you, that you will say, whoa, stop, I don't want that. I want what Yanni is sharing with me today. And when you open your heart and open your mind, even right now, I believe if you close your eyes and you just, you see yourself in a different realm, in a different way, and change that, and, and receive this, and be excited about it, change your attitude, then you will move forward and you will look back on this day and you will say, wow, something happened on the inside of me that particular day. And if it's not today, do not fret. It will happen. If you really want it, it will come to you. It will come to you. I didn't ask for it that time, but I'm telling you today, if you ask for it, you want it, it will come to you. When you get that, that aha moment, then your life will change and it will change forever. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. And please go ahead and share this message with a family member or a friend because I know there are people that need this message that I shared with you today because everything that they hear is saying you cannot, you will not. This is what's going to happen to you, all these bad things. But when they change their perspective, the way that they perceive everything around them, their lives will also be changed. So do something good today, share with someone. And if you feel stirred, please go to my website, sunshineharvest.com and help me to get this message out. It's gonna help you to grow whatever you have as well. So it's more to your benefit 
then it's to my benefit. But thank you for being open to the suggestion. Please take action on what you feel in your heart, what you have in your heart. Share this message with a family member or a friend. I appreciate you and I'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next show. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this show with your friends and family. And if you've been stirred in your heart to get involved and become a partner to help me spread the good news, visit my website at sunshineharvest.com, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E harvest.com. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next show.